Hey guys, what's up? It's your girl, Rebecca Louise, and welcome to the It Takes Grit podcast. I've built a multiple six-figure income with no degree and using Google as my best friend. Each week, I will be sharing constructive advice with no BS on what it takes to be successful, coupled with my British humor and life stories. You will leave each episode with an action plan that if you choose to implement, will change your life. Hey everybody, I have just got done with an Instagram live that was so much fun. We had Alfie balancing a toy baguette on his head. So if you have not seen that, well, you've missed out drastically. He has got incredible balancing skills. Um, and this guy couldn't be any more secure within himself about who he is. And he doesn't even care if he put a baguette on his head. So enough of that intro. Uh, We're sat here right now in Huntington Beach. I'm sat in my living room. And after the live, I was, you know, during the live, sorry, I was talking to you guys about what you want to see in the podcast. If you're not already following the It Takes Grit podcast, please go ahead and do that. And I was asking you guys, what is it that you want to learn more about? What are you struggling with? And a lot of things came back from anxiety and depression. And I've done a few things on my YouTube channel about my own personal story with anxiety, but I wanted to dive a little bit deeper into it today and to give you guys some more tangible tips about how you can construct your life when you're feeling in those moments where it's just getting a little bit too much and you want to explode. Okay, ever felt like that? You're like, I'm going to explode. What is wrong with me? Don't worry, nothing is wrong with you. I've got some great things for you. And uh, let's just kind of like rewind. And I'm going to share with you that I have suffered with anxiety. And I actually suffered with it, I believe, when I was about 14, 15 for the very first time. I would get very worried about going into a, a classroom, especially if it was like languages like German and French, because I was so scared about talking in another language. And actually that would frighten me and I would go and hide and go and do like a sports class or something. And I actually went to see um, a therapist when I was about 15. It was very weird and she actually just made me cry every single time I went. So I stopped going, but I was having these recurring dreams. I was getting kind of very like frustrated with myself and I just felt like I always wanted to be successful. And sometimes I would just get in in my head about like what I'm doing and where I'm at and why I'm on this planet. So if you've ever felt like that before, I totally align with you and I totally understand. And as I kind of went through my adult life, I've had a crazy past of partying, drugs, alcohol, drinking, I mean like wildness. I feel like I was in such like a rat race of a world that I never really spent time getting to know me. And so when all of that stuff stopped, it was like, oh my goodness, now what? Now who am I? Who am I in finding my identity? So I was in a relationship before. I know I've spoken about it before. I was married before. And during that relationship, I would get so frustrated within myself. Like I never took it out on anybody else. It was always on me. I mean, I would scratch myself. I've hit my head against a wall where I've had like a golf ball size on my head. Um, 
I've, I've had those moments of frustration. And if anybody is going through something right now where you're like, I don't know if there is a way out. Well, one, I'm going to tell you great news. There is. It's going to take a little bit of work. It's going to just take you being dedicated to becoming the best version of yourself. But it's possible. And which is really exciting is that you can speed up that process because I'm going to give you the tips. There were times, guys, where we would go out for lunch and I couldn't even get out the car. Like that to me, I look back at my old self. I'm like, wow, like the girl who didn't feel like she could. I don't even recognize that person. Like that, that to me is like, wow, like I've come so far. And that's why I want to be an example for you guys that if you are going through something like this and if you want to change, because a lot of people do stuff and they actually don't want to change. But I'm going to teach you that it's so important to change. And so getting out of the car and just go for lunch was like, wow, like, is this even possible? Like, can I even do this? I'm just going to get my laptop charger before this dies. Excuse me, guys. This is real life. This is what really happens. And I got my dogs all around me, keeping me cozy. And I am just going to plug in my laptop. You see, everything needs electricity. Everything needs to be prepared and ready to go. Okay, so no problem. Back in the game. So yeah, so I could have had an anxiety attack right now and been like, oh my goodness, the battery's going down. But no problem, I just found the solution, uh, which is uh, a lot about the episode Fighting For It. Talks all about being solution-orientated. So... If you've ever been in a state where you haven't felt like you're yourself and there'll be times where I would wake up and I would tell my my partner at the time, I don't know what's wrong with me. I just don't feel like me and I just need to like almost like sleep it off. You know when you have a hangover and you're like, I'm going to be fine the next day. I just need one more night of sleep. That's how I felt. I felt like ugh, I just felt icky. I didn't feel myself. And I felt trapped. I felt like trapped in my environment. I felt trapped inside my own body. And I feel like sometimes people are struggling with anxiety because you are not being your full, authentic self. And you're not doing all that you want to be and all that you can be. And sometimes that gives us anxiety. So for me, last year, 2018, I went through a bit of an episode again where I started to have anxiety attacks. I started to feel a little bit uneasy about where I was at. I didn't, I didn't feel comfortable. I, I felt, I didn't feel like myself again. I would tell, I'd tell Corey like, oh, like I'm just having one of those moments. Like I'm having a panic attack. It's almost felt like a panic attack. And what I realized is that there were so many things that I wanted to do and I wanted to share with my audience but I was so afraid to do it. I was afraid to start this podcast because I was going to start talking about my life and things that I've never spoken about before. I was afraid to be my true authentic self. And that was giving me anxiety. Yet me not being my authentic self was 
also giving me anxiety. So now I am being me. I am saying exactly how I feel. I'm saying exactly what happened. And I've never felt more comfortable and assured of who I am and what I'm doing. And with my business, there'll be things that maybe I didn't tell everybody or I didn't share. I was like, oh, like, oh yeah, I kind of do this other thing if you want to join my team. But now I'm like, wow, like I, I'm so sure of what I do and what I stand for and the impact that I've made. I'm like, wow, like I feel so much better for being authentic. So if you're out there right now and you're like, oh, like I just feel like I'm not being myself, that could be why you are suffering with anxiety. I would get myself so wrapped up. I would scratch myself. Like I said, I would like, I would just like want to like crawl in a ball. And then, have you ever done this? Then I would get so mad and have even more anxiety because I got anxious. And then I'm getting anxiety on top of the anxiety that I had. And now like an hour has passed and now I'm really pissed off at myself because I've just spent an hour being annoyed at myself because I was annoyed at myself for one minute and now it's just rolling, 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 rolling. And before you know it, I've ruined a whole day. And then I'm annoyed at myself because I've ruined a whole day and I keep it going. I don't know if you guys have felt like that before where you've had like maybe a panic attack or like a stress attack and you're suffering with anxiety and you allow it to keep on going because you're just then reacting to being anxious. And that's something you got to snap out of real quickly. I also really cared about what other people think. I took things, I still do take things very, very personally. I don't actually anymore. I'm much better, but I used to take things incredibly personally. I got very upset by what other people would say about me. If people would make comments or make digs, I've heard people say stuff like over there, you know, I, I, they know that I'm standing there and they've said like, oh, I would have done this or I wouldn't have spent money on this or blah, blah, blah. And it used to really bother me. And now I'm just like, wow, like if that's the type of, you know, behavior that you are, I'm recognizing that because that's what I don't want to be. So thank you for being the example of what I don't want to be in life. And so that's just kind of where I've allowed my mindset to go when it comes to somebody giving me a bit of a, an attitude. So there you have it. I've had areas where I haven't been able to get out the car, where I've scratched myself, where I felt trapped, where I felt like I'm not being my authentic self, where I've been like wrapped up in this bubble and it feels awful and you feel why do you feel so sad because you know that life is so great and why are you doing this to yourself so I came up with a few things that have personally helped me and I highly suggest that you implement them because like I said if you choose to implement this stuff it will change your life you can listen to it and that's great but it's not going to change your life if you don't implement it okay So number one, when you feel like you've got like a panic attack or an anxiety or something, you know, coming on, and this sounds like something really simple, but you're going to have to teach yourself how to do this because it's not going to happen the first time. You need to breathe and you need to count to 10 very slowly because that's going to slow down your reaction. I sometimes tell Corey, like, especially if I've had something in business or something's gone wrong, I need 10 minutes without my phone to react because I need to solve the problem rather than telling off the person who was supposed to do what they were supposed to do. 
And anyway, I take 100% responsibility for it. So I would say, take my phone. I'm not going to reply just yet because I need to calm down and I need to think of the right response. So it's the same when you're having that anxiety attack, panic attack, frustration. You need to slow everything down first so that you can intelligently make the right decision next. So you have to breathe. How do you remember to do that? So my mentor would always tell me when I was having a little bit of a meltdown or was getting a little bit irrational or emotional to change my state. You have to change your state immediately. You know, like with a dog, when they've done something wrong and you go, like Caesar Milan, the dog whisperer, right? He'll be like, demonstrating right now on Penny. Um, That's what you kind of have to do to yourself. And that's what I would do to myself to bring me back to normal. Because I felt crazy. When I'm in these panic attacks or I'm in an anxiety attack, I would feel a little bit crazy because my brain would take me to somewhere out of space. And all of a sudden, I can't think rationally because my brain has gone somewhere else. So I needed to, one, come back to earth. So I would literally pinch myself, like in a nice way, like like not pinch myself, like just tap myself on the shoulder, tap myself on the arm to like bring me back. And the other thing that my mentor will get me to do is to dance. Changing your physiological state. So if you are stressed out, if you are feeling angry or mad, start dancing. You're going to feel like a fool, but when you start dancing, it's going to change the way that your body starts to align and it's going to change your mind and it's going to change your state. So breathing and counting to 10 and changing your state, whichever way that you kind of works best for you. Maybe you want to quickly change your state and then, oh, let's count backwards. 10, 9, 8, 7, 6, 5, 4, 3, 2, 1. And then dance it out. Then maybe you just end with a little boogie, maybe some twerking, like whatever feels good. And then what you want to do is you need to keep yourself busy onto the next task. So there are some steps when you're about to have this panic attack and maybe you need to have them printed off or put up on a wall so you can turn straight away. Okay, what am I supposed to do to diffuse the situation, to bring me back to who I am? So I want you then to write down what is the worst thing that can happen from whatever you're getting anxious about, maybe you're going to a family event, maybe you've got to speak in public, maybe you're starting a new plan, maybe you are going to a new country. I want you to write down like what the worst is that can happen. So when you've written down that list, if dying is not at the end of it, you're going to be okay. You are going to be okay. So what is the worst that can happen? Write it down. Dying's not there. You are going to be okay. And then right next to it, like, what's all the fun things that are going to happen? What's all the things that's going to come out of it for you doing this? Maybe it's somebody said something negative about you and that's what you're getting anxious about. Write down the qualities that you do not like in that person. And then why are you listening to them? Don't take advice from someone you wouldn't trade places with. Next one. I need you to acknowledge what triggers it. What is it that triggers it? So you have to write that down, like, because it's hard to remember what the triggers are and where the pattern is after it's happened. Because you're like, oh, why did I get anxious again? Like, where did that come from? 
So you need to write that down so that you can start to find a pattern. Maybe it's that you're going out to hang out with a certain group of friends and that's giving you anxiety. Guess what, guys? You just stop hanging around with those people. Very, very simple. Maybe it's that you are starting a new plan, a new nutrition plan. Just call up your coach. Call up somebody who's doing that plan already and talk it through with them. There are solutions to all of these areas where the anxiety attack or panic attack happens. You just need to acknowledge it and find out what triggers it. Do something that you love to do. The next step, once you have calmed down, you've changed your state, you've written it down, you've acknowledged what's triggered it, then do something that you love. Go and work out. Go and make your favorite recipe. Go for a walk with your dogs. Um, Play your favorite Nintendo game. I don't know. Read your favorite book. Whatever it is, then go and do something that you love because it's going to bring you back to a place of happiness and you're going to understand how blessed you are. You then need to change your environment. So if you're in an environment that is allowing these triggers to happen, so for me, when I was in a relationship, my last relation, one of my previous relationships that didn't turn out well, I want to take 100% responsibility because I was not perfect in the relationship. I definitely did things that, um, you know, weren't perfect. And there was things that I could have improved on. But ultimately, it was my decision of how I wanted that to continue. And I didn't want it to continue. So I had to take myself out of that environment. I had to remove myself from things that were making me trigger, from a feeling of being trapped, of a feeling of not reaching my full potential, to a feeling of not being supported the way that I needed to be supported. It's a big step. It's a big step having a change of environment, changing your friends, changing your family, changing your work situation, changing your country. I get that. I move country. I understand. That's something that needs to happen for you to be able to reach your full potential though. I mean, that's just, that's just how it is. And you've got to cut off. If you've got an ex that you are still chatting to and you are still saying, oh, but they're going to change. They're working on themselves, but I'm just checking in with them daily, weekly to see how it goes. No, you're going to get anxiety from that. You're going to get pulled down from that. You have to cut it off. And plus, you are not doing that person any favors in allowing them their own personal growth. So you have to separate. That's the only way that you can grow and get to where you want to be. None of this like, oh, well, we're just friends and we're just checking in how we are. Uh Uh-uh, sorry, doesn't work. Going into an anxiety attack and that panic, and for me, I used to get so like caught up in the whole thing that then I'd lose a whole day just because I got panicked over one thing. I realized that I needed to choose to be grateful. I needed to come from a place of, oh my goodness, I'm so blessed that I have, you know, a house that I live in, that I have two amazing dogs, that I have my fingers and toes, that I can breathe. I I had to start coming from a place of being grateful because I felt so ungrateful when I would get into an anxiety attack and I would waste my time just getting muddled up and fuzzed in my own head. It wasn't helping me. It wasn't helping the people around me. And I certainly wasn't serving my community. So I had to come to a decision that I was going to take 100% responsibility for having those anxiety attacks 
because I was the one who could choose to implement the steps to be able to make a change. So I did. I implemented those steps and I started to come from a place, a place of being grateful. Because when you're grateful for things and you realize how many amazing things you have in your life, that anxiety, that panic is going to disappear. Because you're always coming from a place of being blessed, from being grateful, and be in a place where you can serve the world. Can you serve the world? Can you serve your friends and family? If you're getting stressed and anxious over something that really doesn't, ultimately, it's not even, it's not even having a massive effect on the world. It's just inside your own head. It is. It is just inside your own head. You've got to work on loving yourself so that you can serve other people. You have to love yourself. You have to be your authentic self. You have to be out there being who you truly are. You have to be out there doing what you truly deserve to be doing and doing what your passion is and what your purpose is. Because when you feel like you're not being you and you feel like you're not doing what you were put on this earth to do, that is going to create anxiety. And if you're not being the best version of yourself, then that's also going to create anxiety as well. So you've got to love yourself. And what I realized was that if I was getting anxious about like whatever people like thought or felt about me, I'm like, that's just made up in my own head. I'm like, really? Nobody really cares. Like, so people are so self-absorbed with what they've got going on. They don't really care what you're doing. They might make an opinion. They might make a comment here and there, but it's not consuming their life with what you are doing. Don't think you're so amazing that these people who've said something negative to you really care, really care. Because they're so self-absorbed in what they're doing, whatever you're doing, if they're disagreeing with it, they're just putting a few comments here and there, but they're not really thinking about it. Have you ever been in a classroom or an office where you feel like you said the most stupidest thing and you added a comment that you're like, oh my God, I can't believe I said that. And I did that the other day. Like I commented something and I was like, oh, that really wasn't that smart. Like I felt kind of dumb saying it. And I keep thinking about this same thing. However, I know that everybody else in that room wouldn't even be able to tell me what that sentence I said was. I know that. They don't care that much. And if they don't think it was valuable, they'll screw them. I think it was a valuable comment. So you have to love yourself first and you have to be authentic because that's going to help you with your presence every day. And to allow yourself that space to become who you really are. And every single time you're getting worked up and you're getting stressed and you're having a panic attack. And you're like, you've got to choose to take those steps. I find so many people don't always take the choice of implementing things. They go, well, well, it's all right for you. You know, yeah, lucky you. Like, it works for you. No, it's going to work for you. It's definitely going to work for you. You just have to implement it. It's not easy to implement. No, but you have to make the choice and the decision that if you really want to step away from your anxiety, if you really want to 
you know, wake up every day and, and have excitement and purpose and not be worried. You have to do work on yourself. And when those things start to happen that triggers the times where you're getting anxious, go through these steps. Get connected with yourself. Realize that if you're getting outside information from people, like like I said, they are so caught up in what they're already doing. They really don't care that much about what you're doing. Like, honestly, like, they just don't. The only person that cares so much about what other people think or other people's opinions is you. And you're allowing that to dictate your life. You're allowing other people's opinions to shape who you really are. And that's a tragedy. That is absolutely a tragedy. That's terrible. You need to like put your big girl pants on and say, this is who I am. And you're going to attract the people that think like you and who are on the same page as you. And then you're going to feel more empowered. Then you're going to feel more excited. And then you're going to feel more ready. And you're going to feel more like yourself. And you're going to have less worries and less anxiety because you are ready and surrounded by people who think and believe like you and want what you have. So when you're suffering with anxiety and when there's times in your life where you're like, I don't know if I can go into school. I don't know if like I can make it to this family event. Like I'm just struggling inside. Just be so grateful that you have a school to go to. Or that you have a family to go to. Because there's people in this world that don't. There's people in this world that don't have a school. And whatever's happening at school, if you're being bullied, if things at work aren't, you know, focused and you're, and you're having, having issues there, just go in and be that ray of sunshine. Kill people with kindness. Okay? Keep working on yourself to becoming the best version of you. So we've been there. I've been there. I'm not saying that I'm never, ever going to have an anxiety attack again or get panicked, but I'm much better now at controlling it because I've decided to take on these steps. So let's recap. You're going to breathe, count to 10 slowly, change your state by doing the little pinch and then a dance. So you can twerk. I want you to write down what the worst is going to happen. If dying isn't there, you're all good. (laughs) Acknowledge what's triggering it. Do something that you love immediately. Change your environment. Choose to be blessed and to be grateful and to serve the world. And lastly, love yourself and know that people aren't consuming their life thinking about you. Well, I hope those tips helped you get started on your journey to being free from anxiety It's so important not just to listen to this, but actually put this into action. Because I can tell you until I'm blue in the face about what I did to overcome my anxiety, but unless you write down those steps, unless you stick it on the wall, unless when you have an anxiety attack, you actually follow those steps, nothing is going to change. So I want you to reach out to me. When you've done this, I want you to reach out to me. Send me a message on Rebecca Louise Fitness Instagram. I want to hear from you. I want to hear that you've implemented this and it's changed how you're feeling about you. Because you deserve to have the life that you want free of anxiety, free from from panic and, and free from feeling negative about yourself. It has to start with you. You have the choice. You have to take 100% responsibility with zero excuses for overcoming your anxiety and making the steps to do so. 
So thanks for joining me on today's podcast. I absolutely love doing these. Of course, if you've got any suggestions, please, 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 please go ahead and leave a comment on the It Takes Grit podcast Instagram. And of course, subscribe to this podcast. Uh, You can hear it on iTunes and Spotify. Guys, I love you. Stay safe, stay strong, and keep on believing in yourself. 